record room i'm josh and i'm owen and we are the nerds that read the liner notes hello 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 shout out to mom that's my mom's favorite part ah super cool well hello again there owen how you doing buddy man i am if i were any better i would be twins yeah that's impressive Hey, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at, at the record room P1 and follow along. And uh, please, please send us like emails and suggestions and things you want to see and, and ideas. I said emails. That's not what I meant. But give us a tweet. You're, Let us know what you're you old school, Josh. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, I'm sorry. The emails. Tweet us something you want to hear, want to see. Actually, the top three this week is from a listener that suggested it. So that's nice. really, really cool. Let's uh, give everybody a little bit of rundown of what we got for them. Of course, we got the latest listen. We got a couple album reviews. We got a new one from Charlie Crockett. Well, it's last year, but it's still new to us, right? Uh, new artist called Hannah Wickland. We're going to listen to her stuff. And, and then, of course, we've got our top three. And if you're into that, the top three, make sure you stick around because it's going to be top three foreign language songs or non-English songs. Would be another way to put it. I Good day, mate. Indeed, indeed. But let's stop stalling. Uh, let's talk. What was that last track that we just played? Oh, that is the new track by Lord Huron, and that is called "Not Dead Yet." That I love that on my on my Spotify track. New 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 music, and I thought, oh, we got to put that on the uh, on the on the podcast. I'm I'm a fan of that one. That's that's really good. I've always they are liked. so amazing. I have everything they've ever put out on vinyl, and it's just so worth it. They're just amazing. I've always been a fan of uh, their second album. They have a song called World Ender. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So that makes any Halloween mix that I used to make. Like, seriously. Every oh, time yeah. we, put, we put something together, a playlist or something, World Ender, put it in there. It's yeah, like that's a good one. My, it's like an my go by. Oh, I feel like this is going to be a top three list in October, but but uh, my my list would have to be uh, it'd have to have shaky graves on it. So, well, yeah, yeah, just because it'd be awesome <laughs> right, because of the name, right? Yeah, exactly. right on. <laughs> well, um, do you want to run your latest listen? Do you want to run mine? Sure, and you, you know, I, I have actually it's it's really funny. Uh, my latest listen is changed three times today, like. <laughs> um because i was gonna play a uh, i was gonna play a country song and then um i was watching snl earlier and uh it was the one with the strokes and uh, gosh that new strokes album is so good and i just listened to that all day but then i thought we haven't had much hip-hop if at all on this show so I'm going to go ahead and throw something in here that's going to be like a mind blower. It's a little band called Gangsta Grass. 
which I mean, it could be a genre. It could it could be create your own genre. So imagine hip hop and bluegrass, and you have gangsta grass. So here we go with a little freedom by gangsta grass. For years, for decades, for centuries, we have struggled and fought and bled and died for this. What we ain't gonna do is wait. Last night I saw a bright red comet in the sky. I asked for its purpose and it gave me a reply. It said, Soon come the day master dies, but first you must prepare. Keep our eyes on the prize through the beat of the drum, the light of the fire. We decide to be as free as a bird when it flies, so we ready every axe, sharpen every knife, get our people inside ready and willing to take a life. There'll be none worth saving, soon done slaving, but now we must prepare as usual while we make in our plan to reach the promised land of liberation. Breaking the chains before the beast them awaken, watching the houses ablaze before they cave in. No more will I please till the sky be forsaken. All praises due, there'll be much celebration plantation will be gone by the day's end i ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom i ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom gonna take this axe and plant it in your back i ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom whoa that got real violent at the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a mind blower though, right? It's uh, it's kind of crazy, and I, when I heard that, I got, I got so hyped up because it's pretty much me. Like if if you were going to <laughs> unzip me and then record like what I sounded like, it might sound like that just because of the the banjo and the hip hop, which I totally love. That that that's pretty cool. But that came out um, in the middle of the pandemic and um, all of the Black Lives Matter protests that were going on. So it's a relatively new track, but it also encapsulates, I think it really sort of captures that spirit of no, there's no better time than right now, which I really think is cool. So yeah, that's a but, fantastic track. And the whole album is good like that too. Oh, it's really? just amazing. That's awesome. And yeah, it's really, really cool. And I it I love that it it's it's old school hip hop, but it's also bluegrass. It's just so good. That that's awesome. Yeah, that, that that really is cool. That's a cool track. Yeah. So what do you have for us, sir? Well, you know, Owen, I had the same problem you did. I had about three or four different latest listens that I couldn't narrow it down. Um, so I I admitted, and I can't believe I'm so behind on this, but. I told Owen that I heard Wolfpack this weekend for the first time, and that changed a lot. But yeah, I know, I know, I know. Why are you gonna Why are you gonna do that to me? I knew there was gonna be a record scratch or. Something. I was really hoping I, I hit the wrong button. I was looking for this one. Oh, gnarly! <laughs> yeah. So um. So yeah, we uh, I, I really like a lot of that stuff. But then the other day, I was just kind of scrolling through because sometimes I like my latest listen to not just be a new thing. I like it to kind of be something that was hasn't been heard a lot or is different. So I, I uh, back in two thousand nine, I, I I was living at home by myself, you know, single guy, 
but uh, I spent a lot of time in front of the computer because I was always looking for new music and um, not, don't give me that nod like I was doing something else. I know what you're thinking. You're a horrible person. Um, but so I would never think anything like that. I, I'm offended that you would actually right. think that. Mm-hmm, sure. Anyways, uh, spin back before all the like online magazines made it. Gaslighting. Yeah, there you are. Back before all the uh, online magazines made it to where you actually had to pay a subscription to look at the stories on there, like Rolling Stone and Spin do now. You can actually look at everything online for free. Well, one of the suggestions from Spin where they were doing like top new albums was a band called Other Girls, and the album was called Perfect Cities. Now, this is a one-and-done band. This is it. And if you go looking for their story, it's really interesting because it's just a bunch of guys who were in a band together. It didn't really have anything happen. Uh, main guy moved away. Things didn't work out there. He moved back and they said, let's just do this. And they just sat down for a year and a half and really crafted these songs. And it's got, it's just a really cool poppy feel. And I think one of my all time favorite songs off the album is one I'm about to play for you now. Uh, thank you to Owen because he's in charge of the board. So uh, this this track is called Sleepier, and it is off of the other girl's only album called Perfect Cities. Catch you by the All right, Dude. man, that was really good stuff. Dude, I love that song. And when uh, I heard it the other day, a few like a few days ago, I heard it for the first time again. Uh, so I think it's been years since I've heard it. Um, and it just, I was reminded of just how great that album is. And if you like that song, the whole thing, it's not like that upbeat and poppy all the way through, but it's got those tones to it. So it's just one color of many colors of the album. It's really worth a spin, uh, worth seeking it out. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's everywhere. Uh, and quite frankly, that song just makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple immediate associations when I played that track. First of all, it that it's got the same kind of guitar riff as "Are You Gonna Be My Girl?" That, da, 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 but yeah. then also. It sounds like Vampire Weekend. The vocals sound like Vampire Weekend a little bit. Yeah, I so. you know it's got a little bit of that. Um, it was really part of that indie rock thing that happened in the in the two thousands, you know. And I just think they're one of those bands that kind of slipped through the cracks. And 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 if you get a chance to go read their story, if you go and look at Last FM and look up uh, other girls, it'll pop up. It really is one of those cases of. We just tried to do this one time uh, just to see where it goes. And we all had to kind of turn into adults when it was done. In fact, somebody, one of the band members even said, like, this was our last chance to avoid being adults was doing this album. 
so it, it's a uh, it's really cool and um check it out man it's 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 a great album so yeah it, it really is i listened to it today and actually that was one of the reasons why i decided i was not gonna go with the strokes because it kind of has it's very it's in that same ballpark if you will so i thought i'm gonna do something else for variety's sake uh good for you sir good for you <laughs> Well, it's been a whole episode since we've done album reviews, so we're going to get back to that today. We've got two for you. Before we do that, just a little shout out. There are more people listening to us. Um, we've only done two, and it's just really, really cool. And uh, if we know you and you're listening to us, thank you so much. We appreciate the support. If we don't know you and you're listening to us, you have no idea how much we appreciate it. We just do this because we like to do it. We like talking about music. It makes us happy. It's really cool that we can just kind of muse about music and people want to hear it. So um, no matter where you are, across the pond, other states, Dear friends, thank you so much. Thank you from me and Owen. It, it's just really cool. Yeah, I noticed we picked up a listener in Mexico, uh, and uh, we have a couple in Minnesota now too, which uh, oh. which I, I didn't. I know nobody in Minnesota. I want to so. uh, I want to commend anybody in Minnesota because you're twins with my Rangers every time they come down here. And anytime we go up there, it never fails. So you guys have our number. So congratulations, Minnesota. Way to go. Well, and, and to, to our friends in Minnesota, I just want to say skull, right? Uh, Is that what the Viking fans say? They do the skull? Yes. Viking to, cheer. To the one person in Mexico, thank you very much. And hola, amigos. Hola. hola Como indeed. estas? We hope Muy you, enjoy, uh, we hope you enjoy the uh, the top three today. But anyways, we'll get to it. Uh, Owen, what album did you want to do first? Um, I I like the idea of doing, like because you picked an album and I picked an album. So I would like to start out doing your, the one that you picked. That is super fine with me. I think everybody has their own streaming, whatever. You're listening to music and then they've always got that line where it's like, okay, these are other albums that you might be interested in. So I decided to write down the entire list because it always disappears. It never stays the same. And then I took that list and I showed it to, to Owen. And I said, Owen, which one of these do you not know? And he said, there's about four of them I don't. So of those four, I said, okay, I'm going to pick one of those four and do a review on that album. And the one that, I found that I thought would be worth our time and trouble here today is a, uh, a little band called Hannah Wickland and the Stepping Stones. And here is a little taste from the opening track called Bomb Through the Breeze.
right, so that's a little bit of bomb through the breeze. Now, if you don't mind, Owen, I would like to go ahead and give my spiel on this one. Go for it, man. Right. I have a couple of things I wanted to say, but go for it. Okay, so here are just some notes. So, first of all, that's a fantastic opener. Um, bomb through the breeze is great. And the thing about it is it gives you everything you need to know about what's going to happen on this record. At least you think that's everything that's going to happen on this record. And it's not necessarily true. Um, the next track is fantastic as well. It's called Ghost. Um, and there's a fantastic line in there called, Do you believe in voodoo? I do which she says a few times. It's just clever, and it sounds good, and it really catches you. Now, the other highlight on the album, I would say, would be Too Close to You, which is a real rocker, but here's here's where things get crazy, uh, or the problems I have. The problem I have with this album is uh, Miss Wickland feels like she knows, she only knows one way with her voice, and it's almost always at 10. Like, that's that's the level she's always going to go 10 but and you want that from your artist the problem with that is there's not really a lot of variety here um you're going to get that for 10 songs pretty much now there are some slower ones but most of the time it's still her going at 10 now uh, the instrumentation the other thing is the instrumentation on the album actually feels kind of limited uh i I believe in the drums, bass, guitars. I love that stuff. But for some reason, at some point as you listen to the album, it kind of starts to feel constricting. Like it's not really going anywhere. Like you want it to go somewhere because the promise of Bomb Through the Breeze and Ghost, but past that, you're like, okay, so you've got some here, but you're not going to go the next level or you're just messing it um finally the songwriting is not always solid uh sometimes it feels like these lyrics were written by like in a girl's a teenage girl's diary it's the truth there's a song called crushing that will 100 percent back me up on this and um but here's the bottom line there's a lot of potential here there really is but honestly, uh, I'd probably give this maybe a six. And that's okay. that's just my my spiel. What do you think? I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I would agree with you, too. I felt like right out the gates, there were some strong white stripes feels. And I was like, oh, yes, this is going to be kick A. Right, kick ass, <laughs> and I had to use my bleep button. I just discovered my bleep button today, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna be when we when we get to our hip hop sessions, uh, I'll be using that a lot. So <laughs> if I had known that was there week one, I could have played more of the Gord song, um, possibly. But uh, but anyway, so I felt like uh, with that first track, I felt like going to the movies with a big bucket of popcorn, but they only like put a little bit of butter at the top. And then once you get through that buttery layer, it's like, oh, this is just salty popcorn and it's probably over salted. I did 
like a couple of really awesome tracks. And I think it's because there's departures, right? There aren't many departures here. It is a bucket of salty popcorn, except for listen to Ghost, which is track three. I'm sorry, no, Looking Glass, which is track three. And one of my weaknesses is a Hammond organ. And you can really sort of throughout the first verse, you can feel, you can hear the Hammond organ slowly, slowly, like getting louder and louder. And then in the chorus, it's full Hammond organ. Like it's just doing the thing. It's just wailing and it's amazing. That, and then that the last- song, It's all about the build on that yes. song. Yeah, totally. And then the, I like the last song, the shadow boxes and porcelain faces, just because it's a departure from the rest of the album. So I think that says a lot from uh from a sort of an internal perspective is if if the standout tracks are the departures i think i can't give it any more than than a seven at the top i would say probably a six six and a half so we line up about even on it yeah and you know and the thing about it is i went and looked at some live performances the girl like the woman's got chops she does she's good she's a great guitar player and um, this is her debut album. It came out in 2018. And yep. um, she has an EP that she put out recently where she took some of these songs and did different arrangements with them. And they sound great. And you almost are listening to that EP. Like if you go find it, you listen to it and you're like, ooh, maybe you should have done this instead of going just full on. But I get it, you know. It's your first album. You want to go out there and just give them everything, you know, but it just, it just, I was hoping for so much more ghost and bomb through the breeze. were like, yes, here we go. And then, okay. I mean, when you're five songs in and you start wondering how many songs are on here, that's start looking at your watch. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's not good. That's not only on track three. What? Yeah. I was like, ugh. See, and Looking Glass is not even one of my favorites. I just, it, maybe until the end of the song where there's that really cool solo. Yeah. But uh, I tell you what I do like, that because I feel like I'm being kind of harsh, harsh, but you will hear American guitars through American amps, undoubtedly. Like, that. that is what I was hearing through most of it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a and, Fender Strat. That's a Fender amp. That's, you know. And the drums are just right up in the mix, too. Like, they're sure. it's not even subtle about it. It's right up in the mix. Very white stripesy. Yeah. But, you know, there are people out here, I, th- I think I think there are people that are listening that may like this. Yeah. And I'm not totally dismissing it. Uh, a six is like, well, it's not it's, great. Yeah, that's me, not, too. I mean, it's it's slightly better than average. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think Bomb Through the Breeze is great, I would highly suggest going listen to it. Because um, if nothing else, you'll walk away with that song and you'll be like, yeah, at least I got this song. <laughs> so, Absolutely. You, yeah, got any, no, totally. you got anything else you want to add to it? No, I think, we've, I think we've set our piece on that one. I mean, I liked it. It was fine. And, you know, it's not one of those things... I would probably, if I was listening to it like in a restaurant, I would go, ooh, that's interesting. And I wouldn't totally ignore it. So there's a lot of music I've heard that just, just sort of 
finds its way into the background, right? And it's just background noise. This is not background noise, but it's also not anything really that you're going to just go, uh, wow, this is mind-blowingly innovative or anything. Right. Okay. Well, like again, like we said, we both gave it a six to a six and a half, I think. Yep. Um, that is Hannah Wickland in the Stepping Stones, and you can find that on all streaming services. It's out there. If you want to take a look, you sure can. Owen, tell us about the record you chose for us to review this week. Oh, my goodness. So uh, I got into this guy a couple of years back. His name's Charlie Crockett, and uh, it's a stage name, uh, but I probably shouldn't even say that. He probably might get upset with me for even saying that. Um, but the, the persona of Charlie Crockett is that he is a descendant of Davy Crockett. Um, and so um, that kind of underscores the idea of it being – rootsy classic country so when i was in it there's a thing right now and i it's part of texas country but i would really submit to you josh that texas country is the best country right now so there's not really much much else better than what's coming out of texas right now there's a couple of guys in north carolina they're pretty good there's one or two in in tennessee they're pretty good but texas country is where it is at charlie's charlie crockett's from dallas and what he sounds like is like 1960s Nashville sound, not like when you think Nashville sound today and it's kind of bros and trucks and click tracks. None of that. It's, it's like night. It's very clean Chet Atkinsy sound. So, um, and this album is called welcome to hard times. And I'll start out with the, tire, the the title track. There's really two on here of note, but I'll start off with the title track here. And this is Welcome to Hard Times. Life's a casino I'm telling you And everybody's playing Boys and girls, women, children, me and you The dice are loaded And everything's fixed Even a hobo would tell you this All right, so that is Charlie Crockett. A couple things that stuck out to me from that is, I mean, immediately you hit your, you get hit by that barrel roll piano, which I totally love, the barrel roll piano. And if you're kind of a sound nerd, if you're into breaking down the sounds, everything sounds super analog, which I think is really cool. And I think it lends that vibe of, you know, 60s era. Um, there's a lot of heavy effects on Charlie's vocals as well, which I think is kind of cool. There's an echo there that's kind of neat. Um, but his delivery is also interesting, too. It's not, he doesn't always super clearly enunciate things, which I think lends to the good old boy persona of Charlie Crockett. Um, that is a standout track to me on that album. 
And I also really like, there's a track on there, and I don't know the number because it's in Spotify, but it's called uh, Lily, My Dear. And that is a throwback to like 1940s, 1950s era country. Super awesome. Um, I think I'm going to give this one probably a seven and a half. I just really like it. He His, his song craft is really... It's, it's increasing and probably I'm judging him by his body of work in terms of he's there's an upwards glide path here because I think this is his best album so far. So what do you think, Josh? Well, I, <laughs> I hope you, do you know him personally? I hope I do you, not. Okay. Thank God. All right. Then I will continue. Um, so roast away, sir. Well, no, here's my deal. I, I didn't dislike the album. Okay. Um let's go back to what you said earlier, where you were talking about everything sounds like organic people actually playing instruments. Um uh, you know, it, it's it's pretty cool. Let me let me give you my rundown real quick. Um opening track is great. I love that. I love Run Horse Run because it reminds me of like Rawhide and some of the uh, the other country songs that I know real well. Um, uh, I can't sit through the entire album in one sitting. I can't. And I'm going to name off all the good things before I say the bad thing. Uh, it's not the instrumentation and it's not the songwriting and it's not the production. It's his voice. I just, it, sometimes it works. Sometimes it works for the song, and sometimes it does not. And uh, it's just, it's, I, I tried to like it. I really did. I gave it a solid, like, three or four listens before I just was finally, I just can't, I can't do this anymore. But he's also a local, local boy. So if somebody listens to this from Texas, they're going to be like, oh, what's wrong with him? He doesn't like local music. That's not it at all. It just didn't hit me the way that it hit Owen. And that's the thing about music is it's that's why there's so much of it is some of it's going to hit me just great. And some of it's not. And some of it's going to hit Owen just great. And some of it's not, which is why this this podcast sometimes is going to be pretty funny. I remember last episode. I played something and Owen was like, yeah, that doesn't really move the needle for me, Josh. It was the funniest thing, but that's how music is. Uh, so, I mean, for me, this isn't more than, it's not more than a five and a half to a six. So it's not moving the needle for you. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, I mean, the songwriting, it's like you said, songwriting is actually superb. The man can write a song. He just, I just don't hear his voice on all of them. So there was one of them that kind of reminded me of like old George Jones type stuff. Right. Um, and, I, and I can't remember which one that is. Or like even Conway Twitty when he's talking through his songs before he goes into his big thing, you know, his big singing voice or whatever what, he does. What was that? His big what? Not going to do it again. Dang it. You only get one. I tried, audience. I really tried. Yeah, that's the way that works. I need a machine that can mark things. I can go <laughs> back and make drops. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's just, um, 
it's not it's just not for me I, I think you're I think you're on point though I mean I I can see where you're coming from and I think this is a really salient point to discuss with an audience right the same exact thing does different things for you and me right right because to me his voice makes him and I'll tell you why I love Charlie Crockett he seems to me a lot like Curly from Oklahoma. Okay. He seems, the, the character of Charlie Crockett seems to me like a cowboy in a, like a cowboy musical. And I think that's probably why I like him. Because Oklahoma is my favorite musical. <laughs> Much to everybody in my family's chagrin when <laughs> I play Surrey with the Fringe on top. Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's why that's what I like about him. So that's okay. I think it's interesting that what I like is the what you don't like. Well, and you know, when you talk about country music, sometimes I'm completely in the weeds because I'm like, uh, and it's so crazy because I live in Texas of all places. You know, if you would think there's one kind of music that I would be into, it would be country, and it's just, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Like now, I try, man. I try to get because I do love Willie Nelson, and I almost suggested we uh, review his new album where he does all the Sinatra covers, which I listened to briefly, and they're not bad. But uh, I almost bought that today at uh, dude, Doc's should... Records in oh, yeah. Fort Worth. Doc's Records in Vintage. Uh, <laughs> you should shop there. Doc's yes, Records. You... Doc's Records. That's a good place. They have a lot of local shows there too. Um, but anyways, you have anything you want to add about the Charlie Crockett before we move on? What did you give it? What'd you, I would, I was going to give it a seven, seven, seven seven and a half. Um, and honestly, it's just because I see him growing. I've been into him since he started and this is his most polished work to date. And there is, I can see that upward glide path happening. And plus I I just, I I like that affable affable sort of cowboy that you're certainly welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) As a guy from Texas, I always root for the Texas people. So I hope I hope big things are on the horizon for him. So, all right, let's move on. Exactly. So now I think it's time to turn our attention to our top three. And I'm, I think I said it at the top of the show, but I'm going to say it again. One of our listeners actually recommended that we do this top three. So our top three is going to be top three non-English foreign language songs okay so um i think last week you went first right oh yeah yeah you go first i'll go first this week so um this was a challenge it and i really liked it because i felt like we had to get outside of our comfort zone and um i'm gonna say it again too if you have an idea for a top three that you would like to see uh owen and i do I would, we're totally down. Please tweet us whatever you think we should do for a top three. And you can tweet us at, uh, at the record room P one. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'd love to hear from you. So, um, let me pull this up. Where, where are my top three? Gotta find my top three. Oh, wait, what am I doing? I can just pull up the page. Sorry, everybody. Okay. So, at number three, uh, I'm going to give you something that I believe is French. It is French, and That's I'm super I, jealous. Well, I wanted this one on mine too. 
You're going to laugh. Do you know where I heard this song the first time? Uh, I heard this first in a film called National Lampoon's European Vacation when they're at the Louvre. And uh, this is a great song. From what I understand, it's kind of a one-hit wonder. But uh, this is by Plastic Bertrand, and it's called Capon Pour Moi. So here we go. Sur mon lit à bouffer sa langue en buvant Prends mon whisky quant à moi Peu dormi, vie débris Mais j'ai dû dormir dans la gouttière Où j'ai eu un flash Ouh En quatre couleurs Allez hop, un matin Une louloute est venue chez moi Poupée de cellophane, cheveux chinois Un sparadra, une gueule de bois A bu ma bière dans un grand verre En caoutchouc So that is sa plan pour moi. <laughs> and Do I'm you know sure... what that means, Josh? Tell me what sa it plan means. Pour moi. It means that's cool with me. That's awesome. That yeah. is cool with me. And it, it actually works if you sing it in English. You know, that's cool with me. I just yeah. kind of dig it. That's cool with me. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, this next one was almost number one, but I couldn't make it number one because it's so niche but also from a movie, coincidentally. Um, Robert Rodriguez made a series of films based on a mariachi character. And many of you are probably UTX, like... UTX, by the way, uh, Rodriguez. So just... Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, many of you are probably already going, oh, I know what this is. And the following song is sung by the multi-talented... Antonio Banderas. And this is called Canción del Mariachi off of Desperado. lo mejor a mujeres no me falta ni el dinero ni el amor jineteando en mi caballo por la sierra yo me voy las estrellas y la luna ellas me dicen dónde voy ay, 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 ay. Ay, ay, ay. movie aside because I do like that movie um I just love that song <laughs> It's hard not to like that song. And what a great way to start a film. Like, you know, he's just playing the guitar and then he goes over and knocks this one guy out with the head of his guitar because he's like threatening a woman. And and there's no way that the guitar, by the way, would hold up to that assault. So. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, and one of the things that I'm always struck by is 
And it's probably the same thing last week with Bandit and Jerry Reed. When a song becomes part of your idiom as a performer, I think that's that that lends itself to the significance of the song. Yeah. And it's such a big deal too because I was on uh I was flipping through YouTube the other day and he still performs it and he was on a talk show where he they asked him if he would do the song and but they've got these new words for it and so in Spanish it was like I think it translated to uh, we fight robots or or we are robots or something and it was great but um, it's a really fantastic song. It's well written. Um, I think it's. I think he's backed up by the great Los Lobos, isn't he? I, I believe so. I believe so. Which leads us to my number one, which I think I kind of stole from Owen because of last week. He he played an amazing track from the Richie Valens biopic La Bamba, and um, and when this came up, I was like, man, what is the number one foreign song, like what is the number one foreign language song of all time? And that song immediately came to my head because I was like, it was a Spanish song that got national attention, you know? And so that, that's, that's really cool. And uh, Richie Valens, of course, from Texas. Uh, So that, that is also cool. So uh, this is not the Richie Valens version. No, we're going to give you the Los Lobos version because that song is, uh, that version is excellent. So here from the Richie Valens biopic, La Bamba is the song of the same title by the great Los Lobos. Great. That's a great track. That was a fast top three for me. But I mean, there's not much to say. The all three of those songs have like their place in in the pop music spectrum, I feel like. And, uh, and I feel like if we were going to have a tote board for for most missions, Lo, Los Lobos would be now at the top. We, we've oh, now for sure. Played them three times. We should. Oh, we should totally do that. Like the leaderboard for top threes, Los Lobos. Oh, totally. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. We. I'll just. Uh, yeah. We could sit down and do that. Yeah. That would be amazing. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Um. Anyways. So yeah, that's my top three, and now I'm going to hand it over to the more than capable Mr. Owen. Excellent. Super cool. So I I welcomed this challenge and it was a challenge because I do like it when people push, push me. Um, so I like it. The more requirements, the better. So I really, really enjoyed this. Now I did struggle because I do deeply love the new album by the Mavericks. Uh, and I really, really, that was my quick twitch. I thought I would do one of those tracks, but something about that felt a little disingenuine to me, like it was a cop-out because they're not a typically a band that would do that. Uh, they just sort of did an album called Recuerdos. 
So I eliminated that from myself. Uh, and then I didn't want to, I love, because we live in Texas, we hear lots of wonderful music that's in Spanish. And I did not want to have the entire list be Spanish, but I could if I wanted to, like I really thought. So I think I have a list here that has three different languages represented. Uh, and I'm really proud of it actually. Um, I did. I did want Saplan pour moi, but I. But uh, you, you did a fine job with that one. That one's. Oh, really thank good. you. I needed the variety in my list. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my number three is, and this comes from the '60s when, when you would have a huge hit, one of the first things a record label would want you to do is to go back into the studio and recut that that hit in other languages, right? So my number three... I want to hear that thing you do in Spanish. Go. <laughs> exactly. I, I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I, quit. I quit, Mr. White. <laughs> um, so my, my number three is by none other than the Fab Four, the Beatles. Uh, but this is a German recutting of She Loves You. And with no further ado... Here you go. there josh was your final do host did you hear they, they did say do host in there so that was just for you uh yeah. so yeah at number three we have a uh, shilibdik uh and Be the little beavis and butthead was was giggling inside of me the whole time yeah uh, for the me third too. word there uh, i did think about putting a beavis and butthead drop and i think i might need the <laughs> in there just occasionally so that was my number exactly my number three now, my number two is when I mention this to people, it's deeply unsettling to people because they know what a snob I am. And it may be shocking to you, Josh, when I say this. So uh, I can already, I can feel the error, arrows hurling, hurling through space in my heading toward me right now. But my number two track is by a man who I have harangued ceaselessly as a pop star. Like I cannot stand his pop music. And I have been super vocal about how much I dislike him. And that man is Ricky Martin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was either, there were so many choices. I was sitting there going, Michael McDonald. Is it Michael McDonald? Oh, no. Michael McDonald is, is is the musical Antichrist. Is uh, it? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Is for... it Jimmy Buffett? Is it? <laughs> I was like, who is it? Who but are we yes. about to? Who are we about to get? But okay, Ricky <laughs> Martin. You know what? You know what? Living La Vida Loca is not a bad track. It is I a would... terrible track, Josh. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
because your life, it's because your Vita isn't loca enough. My my Vita is definitely the opposite. Whatever the opposite of loca is, that that's my life. Live in La Vida, boring. <laughs> Living yes. La Vida, nerda. That's Indeed. what my life is. Indeed. But anyway, so I heard this track, and it a friend of mine uh, turned me on to it, and uh, it's actually a Spanish folk song that he cuts. And I'm here today in front of my audience telling you that I ate some humble pie. I had, this song has redeemed itself, has redeemed Ricky Martin, and it's called uh, Tiburonis. So I'll play a little bit of that for you now. Ya no sé por qué peleamos así, basta de hacernos daño. Que se nos van los años Imposible que te largues así Quédate aquí otro rato Vamos a mojar los labios Es que no ves que nos queremos Que nuestros corazones No les gusta estar a solas Que nos mata el sentimiento Y nos sobran las razones Gastemos todas las municiones Ganemos la batalla que aunque da tiempo dale Vamos a echar el resto Pero cambiemos el escenario Que no quiero pelear contigo Como la ves Vamos a cambiar de casa Vamos un mes de viaje Hablemos otro idioma Bésame aquí en la calle so that is Tiburones by Ricky Martin. And I'll just tell you, I was totally enraptured by the melodies, especially there in the chorus when he starts hitting those high notes. I mean, the guy can sing. So, yeah, absolutely. Do think, Did you have a moment when you were listening to it where you thought, oh my gosh, he's, he's singing this to me? He's just. Singing. I was like, holy crap, I was I was holy shit, I was wrong. Holy shit, I was wrong. It's a really I don't I'm not familiar with the folk song, but it's really solid. Yeah. Um, it's really uh, great. I, I was really impressed. I thought that was that was a pretty solid track. Um, yeah. So, hey. Yeah, Ricky Martin, man. I mean, yeah, proof Ricky. that you can polish your poop, right? So. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> But that leaves us to our my final track. And to know Owen is to know that I love 1960s French pop music. And I have lots and lots of 1960s French pop music on vinyl. My favorite is by a man uh, by the name of Serge Gainsbourg. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Serge Gainsbourg, but he is absolutely amazing um and he probably is the reason why if we have french pop music in this country it is probably because of him so this is a track that he recorded with another vocalist called uh, her name is jane bergen and it's called jetem which is uh, i love you and it's i'm not even going to translate any further because uh, it does it gets very sexy at times that's all i'll say so but uh, here is jetim i 
right, so that was Jetem. And I don't know about you, but I could really, when I listen to that, I feel like I could be driving around the south of France, like in a, a red convertible, probably an Alfa Romeo with like a, you know, a cool beret or something on. It's just kind of cool. Maybe eating a baguette. I actually was sitting there going, I really need a beret right now. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've heard that song before. Oh, yeah. It's, I can't it's tell everywhere. It, but it's I've one of those it. songs that you hear and you don't even know what it is. Yeah. It's so odd. It's such an odd track. Yeah. But and very French. Oh, so it's, French. It's basically a song of making out. It's like yeah, making that's out it, on, on a vocal track, pretty much. Totally sounds like that too. Like <laughs> in the they're making out in the silhouette of a of a building and totally. And yeah, like in an alley somewhere and you taking a moment to I have often thought about while listening to that track that you that you could really put Pepe Le Pew in the cat. Like yes. the, Pepe Le Pew could be Serge Gainsbourg there. <laughs> yeah. But if or, the cat the cat would have to be into it though, because then yeah, because she was into it too. She's yeah, the cat is never into it. Never. It's like I feel like that needs to be on a t-shirt. The I love cat the, is never into it. I love I always loved how the cat would push away from him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's it's so so funny. That was a solid top three. That's probably yeah. one of my I think of the three so far that we've done, that's probably my favorite. Oh, that's, that's a good one. It's a really good one. That's I prefer I to whoever came up with that one. Um I'm sorry, I, I should say to whomever came up with that one. There you go. Um thank you for stretching me. That was a good stretch. I enjoyed that. So yeah. It keep was them, keep them coming. Yeah, for sure. Anybody who has one that wants to send us a top three, that would be super, super cool. And with that, we end another episode at the record room and these nerds who read liner notes are, uh, are heading out. Uh, Owen, you got anything you want to add before we go? You want to tell them to hit us up at Twitter? Definitely hit us up on Twitter, guys. Uh, the handle is at the record room P1, P is in Penelope, one. Uh, for you ticket fans in Dallas, you know what that's a reference to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, just hit us up. Any questions, any comments? We are, we are uh, tweeting all kinds of musical related stuff. Um, just just let us, we want, we want that profile to take off and that to be a part of the show as well. Again, anybody who's been listening to us, these, these last uh, couple episodes. Thank you so much. Thanks for sticking with us. And we will see you again real soon here at the Racket Room. See you later. Oh.